Welcome to Bikini Diaries. I'm Naima Thompson, businesswoman and IFBB bikini professional. Here, you will get the inside scoop from many bikini professionals and myself as we dive deep into the inner core of our triumphs, hardships, and evolution. This podcast was made to inspire, resonate, and enlighten others with all talks bikini in hopes that you never give up on your dreams. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Now let's talk bikini. Dear Diary. This episode is brought to you guys by Team Boss Bodies. Have you ever wanted to prep for a show but have nowhere to start? Are you that person who has no interest in prepping for a show at all, but you just want to get that really nice bikini bod? Or have you already accomplished your bikini bod and you've already been on stage, but you just want something a little bit more in your prep? You're just really ready to take it to the next level. Are you someone who wants to try a healthy approach to this dieting game? You want individualized attention and someone to be your guide telling you exactly what to do and when to do it and to also be your number one supporter. If you want to feel a part of a community where all of your goals really matter and you're achieving results and the results are actually maintainable, then I am so excited to invite you into the club. Team Boss Bodies is exactly for you. We specialize in women's health. We help women to reach their health and fitness goals. We believe in keeping food as high as possible and cardio as low as possible. We customize your meal plans to your likes and your dislikes. And we also create a plan that is sustainable for your life for the long haul. You also have the option of choosing a more flexible plan if you want to count macros. Each plan includes your training, nutrition, cardio, and supplementation. Plans are adjusted weekly to a bi-weekly basis, and you are checking in twice a week. There's ongoing assessment to target your strengths and your weaknesses, weekly consultations, and ongoing guidance. You get 24-7 access to your coaches through text and email. And let's not forget our perks. We have a Facebook group that's going to help keep you accountable and invite you into a community that loves you and that is on the same journey as you. And team shows to get all of our girls involved. So if this is for you and you're ready to give it a try, you can go to teambossbodies.com slash apply and use the code Bikini Diaries for 15% off your packages. Now let's get into the episode. So today I have a really special treat for you. Not only are we going to be doing another amazing interview like we do every single week, but we're also going to be a part of history. Yes, making history. This woman has made history. She is the first Persian pro in the world. I probably just gave her away a little bit, but it is just so amazing. And I'm so excited that I'm actually able to talk to her about her journey to the United States. It's truly remarkable that she came from a country that did not allow bodybuilding. And not only did she go after her goals, but she exceeded them, building a paveway for many other Persian women to do exactly the same thing. 
Dreams really do come true. And now she's inspiring so many people all around the world. So let's get close and personal. I am so excited and delighted to introduce you all IFBB bikini professional Masa Akbarme. Masa, 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 Masa. Oh my God, I love that name so much. I could just keep saying it over and over. How are you? I'm great. Thank you. How are you? Thanks for having me here. Of course. I am so excited today. I cannot wait to talk bikini. But before we get started, I want to start the podcast off the way I always start the podcast off. And we're just going to start with bikini hacks. It's just a simple, simple questions just to get to know you a little bit better. Sure, absolutely. All right, Masa, where are you from? I'm from Iran. And that's where I uh, came from to the States actually seven years ago. I grew up in Iran. I grew up in Tehran. That's where I was born. And uh, that's the city. It's a big city, the biggest city actually in Iran. So that's where I've been all my life, except the past seven years that I've been in the States. Awesome. And, and exactly where do you live now? I live in San Diego, sunny San Diego in California. <laughs> oh, lucky girl. And how many years have you been competing? I have been competing for about four years. I started in Virginia. That's where I was before San Diego, uh, Northern Virginia. My first competition was uh, um, in Virginia, and uh, I did two competitions in Virginia. And after that, I moved to San Diego, and we went from there. When did you turn pro and where? I turned pro... Um, actually, uh, about a month and a half ago in New Jersey, uh, the competition name was Team U, Team Universe. Yeah. So, yeah. That's so exciting. <laughs> so, not too long ago, yes, yeah, still has kind of been surreal. It's been amazing. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but that's awesome. Like, we love you for it. And we're so excited to, for you to start your pro journey. It's just amazing. Thank you. So I have a question for you. Fed or fasted cardio? Uh, fasted cardio? Uh, not a big fan. I like my breakfast first thing in the morning. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> It can work for a lot of people. It worked for me at some point. But right now when I wake up, the first thing I want to have my coffee with my oats or whatever else I eat usually doing my breakfast so not a big fan <laughs> gotcha and name like one quality that makes you a really good athlete a very good quality I always have my smile on I am always positive no matter how tired I am and I think I stay pretty humble throughout all these competitions or you know of all these achievements I've had uh so as an athlete, you have to remember uh, that you need to be a good role, mo role model for everyone. Yeah, I definitely agree. That's an excellent quality to have. You know, some of us, um, I think they're, it's called down, down Debbie or something. <laughs> yeah. True. So it's, it's good not to be, you know, that kind of person and to always have a smile on their face. That's awesome. Yeah. What's the coolest gym you've ever been to? Coolest gym. Uh, actually, the coolest gym I was 
at um, there's gym, my home gym that I consider my home right now, San Diego, uh, is World Gym uh, San Diego, which I love. I've been here for a while, three years, uh, considered home. It's an amazing old school bodybuilder gym. And uh, another gym is uh, Glute Lab that I really like <laughs> mm. and I was in Australia lately not too long ago a few months ago Doherty's gym there are two gyms in Melbourne um, that I had a great time and uh, good athletes a great environment for competitors and lifestyle people so those three yeah, awesome. We'll definitely have to check those out. I mean, I don't know if I'll ever go to Australia, but if I do, <laughs> yeah, I'm you going right check there. Those out. <laughs> you so, will love it. Thank you. I know that everyone asks you this question, but I want to know what keeps you motivated, Massa? Uh, what keeps me motivated? Yeah, I, everybody asks me this, but I mean, I've been an athlete. As an athlete, I think that's the first thing that the first feature that you should have as an athlete because everybody looks up to you. So you have to be that person who motivate everyone. Uh, so what keeps you motivated um, yourself as, you know, the people that look up to you. So you want to be that good role model for them. And um Make sure you're always happy. You always have your energy. And, you know, there are days, of course, we're all tired. But those days are the days that could be worse. So uh, just got to be happy and thankful with, you know, whatever you have and stay positive throughout everything. Yeah, I definitely agree. It's definitely like a trans uh, transfer of energy. You know, you give that energy the to the people that are, you know, behind you 100% and then they're giving you that energy back into you and you're just continuously transferring this energy so that you guys can both stay motivated and that's just awesome. Like I never really thought about it that way, but that's definitely a good way to think of it. True. So, I, don't know how I, I don't know how I did on that one. <laughs> <But> anyway, <laughs> Very, very nice. Why do you compete? I have um, one of the one of the things I have in me as I grew up as an athlete. Uh, so I've been always competitive and I've always loved competing. It's been a stressful throughout my whole life, you know, but I've always uh, enjoyed it. And uh, just, you know, growing up since I was a kid, I was an athlete. I was always competing, you know, different sports. So I always had that feature in myself that, I want to compete. I want to be the best as I can. You know, there are always people um, that, you know, you want to be proved to yourself and uh, that you can be a better person competing with other people. So not in a bad way, but in a positive way uh, that just uh, helps you to be more competitive. Definitely. I absolutely love that. Bring us back bring us way back. It may have just been a month ago, but <laughs> what was your be your greatest bikini moment? 
Uh, actually, when I got my pro card, yeah, uh, that trip, <laughs> I know that trip in uh, to New York that weekend was an amazing weekend. I had such a good time. I had my best friends. I had the best people I could ask for, you know, around me. My coach was there. Oh. I had a great support team, and um, just being in New York, you know. And when your show, and then after that, you get your pro card and something that you've always, you know, uh, thought for. And um, I had a big dream of, yeah, of course, getting my uh, pro card. And uh, me getting my pro card, I was the first Persian bikini athlete who earned a pro card. Um, so that was so, that was so amazing and you know after that being in new york and celebrating with my friends and eating tons of good food yeah i would say that was the best moment wow <laughs> that is amazing the first persian ever to get their bikini ifbb bikini um, professional card like i cannot wait to dive more into that because <laughs> so many of us are just like in awe like i remember when you posted that and my mouth just dropped i was just like <laughs> oh my Gosh! Yeah, like, my my it's own amazing. mouth actually got dropped too. Yeah, <laughs> both of our mouths were dropping. <laughs> yeah, that's wonderful. And the last question of this bikini hat, because I just love talking to you. I feel like we have learned so much about you and who you are and where you come from, and it's just been amazing. So, if you could pick one, what is your favorite? Uh, prepping stage day or post show treats? <laughs> Post your treats. Oh, yes. I love it. <laughs> She's not afraid to admit it either. Uh, you know me. I love my food and I love all the all the good stuff. I love all the sweets <laughs> that I don't eat during my prep because I'm very uh, – I'm very strict about my diet, so I do not cheat. <laughs> that's nice. That's funny. I'm so glad you admitted that. A lot of us don't want to admit it, but – I yeah. think that's awesome. We all we all have food, of course, bikini competitors. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> so let's let, dive a little bit back um, before you started competing. Exactly like how did you get into it? Because I know, you know, being Persian, it's probably not the most popular sport out there. But yeah. um, how did you actually uh, fall into uh, the fitness journey? Yes, definitely not uh, as an Iranian person, as a Persian girl. Uh, we have you know, bodybuilding in our culture, um, Persian culture or Iranian culture, I would say, uh, is really popular through men, but for women, not really. Maybe these days a little more, but we don't have that in our country. We don't have anything as um, bikini competing or com bikini competitions uh, because it's not allowed because of how our government is or uh, what goes into the politics and uh, government and religion. So uh, just a lot goes into it. So women's sport is, um, it's pretty limited and it's not supported as much as, you know, there are sports that are supported, but uh, a lot of sports like, you know, swimming, uh, competing in bikini, uh, especially, and, uh, uh, a lot of other sports are not really supported. Um, so, 
Uh, how did I get into competing? Uh, I, as I said, I was always, um, I grew up as, as an athlete. Uh, I, yeah, I grew up very competitive and, um, I started my, uh, athlete career. I would say, uh, as a swimmer, I was a swimmer. Uh, I started very young. Uh, my sister was a gymnast. She was in national gymnastic team, uh, which was, you know, Again, it was not really supported um, from the government. It was only in Iran or other countries would uh, come to Iran because of, as women, we could not relieve any skin, you know, to men. So um, it was between all women or um, other countries would just like travel to Iran and but we still was uh, very part of an uh, international team. So I was in, I was a swimmer. My sister was a gymnast. So my mom was the person who was supporting us throughout all of this uh, years um, as athletes. Uh, so I, sw I swam until college. And after that, I was a water polo player and a rowing. And I did rowing for a few years as a, as a college athlete. So, um, yeah, I was competitive all my life. I wow. sports, yeah, was part of my life, a main part of my life. Uh, and I loved competing. And when I was, when I started playing water polo, that was when I got into bodybuilding. Mm. I started lifting weights because it was helping me a lot, uh, with my strength swimming and, you know, being a strong in water, water polo, you have to be uh, you know, you have to kick everybody's butts. So. Girl, I don't know <laughs> I anything had... about water polo, but <laughs> I had to be you're helping pretty... me out right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had to be pretty strong in water. That's awesome. Uh, so that's when I started lifting weights. And um, and after that, I moved to the States. Uh, so I always, you know, lifted weights. I was always at the gym. I enjoyed being at the gym, just, you know, being healthy. I would say sometimes I would just work out to eat more. <laughs> so <laughs> I love that. <laughs> uh, that was, yeah, one of the other thing. But, you know, uh, just to be healthy and look good and feel good about myself. So mm -hmm. I was always at the gym, um, maybe, you know, four or five times a week. Um, and I was not a competitor. I was not a bikini competitor anymore. And I stopped swimming because I was here. I was just swimming just for fun here and there. And one of my friends who was into bodybuilding, he had done a competition. His name is Mike. Um, he introduced me to his coach, uh, who was my first coach. And we were still great friends. And uh, his name is Ryan. His team is Skulls and Barbells back in Virginia, Arlington. Uh, so he, um, I started my prep. As you know, the first time I never knew anything about dieting as, as a swimmer, as a water polo player, I would just always eat so much food to, <laughs> you know, have, yeah, I would eat like a jar of peanut butter, just thinking as, you know, peanut butter is healthy. So let's just eat a whole jar. <laughs> um, so yeah, he started and, you know, teaching me more about, uh, nutrition. I, that's when. I started learning more and I enjoyed that, uh, just the whole process and my body changes, you know, it was amazing to me how I could do with just like eating differently, like how my body was reacting. It was insane to me. And, 
Um, I just love the changes and I was looking better and better, different for myself every day, you know. I was just looking at the pictures. Uh, I was looking like the pictures I would always see, you know, on like fitness magazines or, you know, or on Instagram or social media. So that was like interesting to myself. And um, I did my first show and I did really good. I got first place at my first show. Very nice. Uh, yeah, it was a big show. So that was a like, really good big accomplishment thanks to my coach and my you know friends who got me into this and yeah that's how wow. I got to competing <laughs> that's one heck of a story girl so you are a swimmer that is why your body is so amazing your conditioning <laughs> is spot on and it makes so much sense you know with swimming you have to use your entire body you know yeah. um, when I was younger I swam for a little bit and I thought I was good until I got to college my first year I was on the team and girl I didn't last the, the rest of the season, I was I was out. I was out. I, I admire you so much for that and your Thank background. You. And that's so cool. And so you were a swimmer and your sister was swimming too or a gymnast. It just seems like you guys were kind of going against the grain. How, yeah. <laughs> how yes. did your mom deal with the – how did you as a family deal with the criticism from everyone else? Or did you actually get any criticism doing sports that um, other people around you were not necessarily doing? Yeah, we definitely did. Maybe mainly my mom actually because, you know, she always wanted us to be great athletes and she was so su supporting. Um and she loved, you know, it was hard for her. We were three sisters and you know, she would like pick up us from school or we would come home from school and after that we had to go practice. So my sister had to go, you know, to do her gymnastic and I started as gymnastic but I wasn't good at it so I started you know I started my uh swimming uh as as a sport I picked um and after that yeah she would like drop me off to the to the school for swimming so you know it was just like a lot of um a lot of things on here and there was my other sister too but we were all into sports so uh yeah she was she was the main person who supported us of course my dad too and you know my other sisters my family but yeah of course there's always like family members or uh people you know we were kids so we wouldn't really notice things like that but mm. yeah I'm sure there was a lot more yeah. Mom, so I'm so blessed to have her. Yeah. yeah. We love your mother and father. That's amazing that they were able to support you in a time where it's like not favored. So what would a girl, a Persian woman um, in Iran be doing as a sport if, or not as a sport, but as an activity? Cause they wouldn't be swimming. <laughs> so what yeah. would they be doing? Uh, well, <laughs> it, um, I don't know how a lot of people, you know, still like it's hard for them to understand how does it work for, you know, Iranian women because of how government is or how politics kind of changes, th changes things for them. Uh, I was one of them, you know, not too long ago. I was living there, so I had to deal with everything. Um, and so it's just, you know, between women, like uh, my dad really never saw us in our competitions, which is really sad. Mm. Uh, but that was, you know, just how the truth was. And, 
there might be a lot of maybe support from government, but you know, they would not accept women uh, to be in a bikini or to be in a suit just because of how, just how politics are. You know, we had accepted it. We were part of it. You know, that's just how it is. Yeah. We could do right now or right at that moment. Uh, but we still love the sport. Uh, so we would do, you know, what we want to do. And you yeah, know, what, and that's it. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so it was just like between women or um, national competitions. There would be other countries traveling to Iran. Uh, sometimes I would say like Muslim countries or uh, other countries, if they would come to Iran, they would follow the rules. So still the comp- competitors are all women or, you know, everything is just throughout between women. Uh, there wouldn't be any guys allowed. So uh, they would still allow you guys to, um, you know, be active, but they just wouldn't yeah. allow men to come to the to watch, basically. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Yeah, I would be able to wear my suits, but not in front of any men. Okay, I see. That's yeah. not too terrible. I mean, you're yeah. definitely still able to, you know, do the things that you love. It's just more um, amongst women, which you know, is, it's awesome. <laughs> I love women, so yeah, you know, we feel more comfortable and. Um, you know, and just there's just so many benefits to that. But that's that's very interesting that you kind of grew up in that lifestyle. Now, this might be a little bit of a loaded question, but why exactly did you guys move to the U.S.? Did it have anything to do with, um, you know, be, you guys being so competitive and wanting to share that more with, you know, being more open with it or maybe yeah. going up in the ranks or why exactly did you guys move to the U.S.? Okay, so actually, I was the only person who moved to the states. From oh my wow! Oh yeah, my goodness! I moved, I moved by myself. Uh, so how it happened? I always we always wanted to move. Like I always had a dream of like moving to the states because living here is not a it's not so easy, especially for Iranian people. Like moving here is a pretty big deal. So people here living here should be really appreciate it and they should you know they're so blessed to be here because of all the opportunities they have um so yeah how i moved here i was actually going to go to australia first because that's where my oldest sister moved to uh, not too long before i moved here uh so i was just in the process of like getting uh, my uh, English test on or you know a lot of paperwork to get everything done to go to Australia but I was a very lucky girl that I won a green card through lottery oh and, yes that happens yeah. a lot yes I've yes. heard of that several times yes yeah so that's how I actually got my green card and how oh I'm wow that's state. wonderful that is so yeah. wonderful I know a lot of people <laughs> I work at the uh, casino ideal cards and we have a lot of foreigners who you know win the lottery and then they get to come over to the U.S. that's yes. an amazing story oh my goodness were you like <laughs> I mean I'm sure you were just frightened and scared and you had to learn English you know or I guess perfect English because I'm sure you learned it in school yeah um, yeah. yeah, my English was pretty good. Uh, it wasn't too bad, too terrible, of course, uh, because I always had the plan of moving uh, either to the States or to Australia, and I had to take the test, so I was, like, in the process of everything already, and I was going to move to Australia, but uh, just in the middle of everything, yeah, my name came out in the lottery, which was great, and it was, yeah, 
that was one of the greatest moments too. Uh, Awesome. So I really just want to dive back into, you know, your whole start with um, bikini competitions and how you got started. You know, we heard that Mike really helped you through your journey and he really started to help you, um, you know, just fine tune your physique and you started to see a lot of a lot of changes in your physique and you quote unquote said that you looked more like the magazines. I'm kind of curious what what body types or or is there a particular person or image of um would be like your ideal physique. Do you feel like you've reached your ideal physique or is there an ideal physique that you would like actually? <laughs> uh, well, um, I I think, uh, of course, you want to perfect yourself all the time. So you always look for, you know, something to fix or something to get better, especially us as competitors. Every show you want to perfect something or you want to reach a better goal or you you want to make sure you know you're always uh, getting better and better and not just like staying at the uh, same spot that you are Um, but I mean I like my body yeah I think I've reached what I always had dreamed of and I never thought I would be looking like this you know maybe a few years ago Um, you know it was not reachable because I didn't know about the I didn't know about um, a lot of things that I know now about, like a lot more about nutrition or, you know, about bodybuilding. It's just amazing things you can do with just like eating differently and working out differently and just staying on track and, of course, being patient and just hard work. A lot of all these things that we all know about, but you know, we have never really uh, put in our daily life. You know, a lot of people, if they think it's just something that, yeah, people on the magazine would just look like, but yeah, that people, that person in the magazine can be, you know, yourself one day. So it just takes a lot of time. You know, for me, it's been taking years. I've started lifting weights probably over 10 years ago. That's when I started my water polo, you know, uh, when I started playing water polo and that was over 10 years ago uh, I've been lifting weights for a long time and yeah I, definitely yeah. lots of experience yeah. for sure oh my god the honorary tees are now available I am stoked these tees were designed by me and they represent everything this podcast is about strength overcoming struggles, making the impossible possible, having a voice in the sport, and of course, never giving up on your dreams. If you want to be a supporter of this movement, then head over to naimafit.com slash shop to grab yours today. Use the code Bikini Diaries for 20% off your order. I will be ever so grateful. Um, you are just amazing because there are so many women right now who look up to you, especially um, Persian Thank women. You. <laughs> Do you have any um, – what advice would you give to um, someone in the Middle East wanting to do exactly what you're doing now? Uh, yeah, I always get this question and, you know, I wish I could help more. I wish I could be a better source of, like, helping – Persian women especially, uh, just because that's where I'm from, where I grew up, where I came from, and I know how everything is. It's probably hard for them. What would be the first step that they would need to take as far as getting into the competing field or maybe even approaching their family about um, 
this lifestyle? Uh, first thing, uh, that would be just, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of things on social media nowadays, uh, that, you know, has got everything so much easier for everyone. Just research more. And, you know, if you love working out, you can always start working out anywhere from the gym, from home, or, um, just with all the resources that they have or, people that they can reach out to like myself I would always be happy to help them out um, just by asking simple simple questions you know if I can be help yeah of course I would love that Um, nice that's wonderful so if they are in a situation where they want to dive more into the bodybuilding field even though that their family doesn't necessarily agree with it they um, if they don't have friends that they can ask, they can always ask you. They can always go on the internet to learn more about it. And since, you know, the internet is so widely accessible, anyone can go yeah. on social media now and learn, you know, how to do a proper deadlift or a squat or anything like that. So that's awesome. They should definitely never be afraid and just keep doing exactly what it is that they love to do. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I love that. So um, I definitely want to talk to you about how do you break past um, these stereotypes of being what you are, basically. Like, I know a lot of people have a stereotype of the typical Persian woman. And how do you break past, like, other – I don't know if anyone ever is negative towards you or – you know, they say anything about the fact that you're not traditionally, um, you know, following your traditional practices. Yeah. How do you break past that? Uh, Well, yeah, definitely. I get a lot of comments uh, a lot of times, you know, especially from Persian or Iranian people that, you know, haven't accepted this, but this is my lifestyle. I have a lot of positive people who have for supporting me in this, you know, I have a lot of supportive Persian people who love this lifestyle and, you know, who I agree with this. So those are the people that I care about. And, you know, other people, yeah, I can always just like show how I do or how my life is impacting other people in a positive way. And so, I mean, why not do that? I am promoting fitness and a healthy lifestyle. Yeah, so I agree. This is, this is great. This is all, you know, positive thing. I would not even, you know, uh, really, um, I don't really want to get myself upset about, you know, the negative things, which, you know, there's always negative people, no matter what you do, if you want, if you're successful, you probably get more negative comments or exactly. more negative people around you. But um, I have a lot of other people that I can just, you know, share this life with and they agree with me and uh, they love what I do and I love what I do. So, yeah, <laughs> it's, That's hard. Wonderful. yeah it's hard. <laughs> of course, you know, you get upset about some of the negative things sometimes, but as long as you don't let, let it bring you down or affect you, um, I think you can just pass pass it by and not um let those things bring you down mm-hmm. so you know masha that that those words are amazing i love that you said that and there's so much that we can definitely learn from you know just just basically like 
turning off all of the negativity and not letting it affect us at all. It's so important to just stay positive and knowing that what you're doing is um, you're doing it for uh, a better you and you're doing it because it's something that you believe in and something that you truly cherish and something that you've worked really, really hard for. You've been in the athletic world for so long, so why stop doing it because one person decided to say something about it? You know, why stop – why change your beliefs just because someone on the other side of the world or someone with a completely different mind frame as you, you know, is telling you to be a certain way. So I definitely think that you're awesome for doing that. And so many of us can look up to you for that, for sure. I would love to dive deep into your prep going into the show because I know it's you've been doing this for four years and I remember meeting you. It was last year. I believe it was at USA's because I remember you looked amazing. And, (laughs) And, you know, from USA's to now, obviously, it's been a year. So what was your mindset or what was your mind frame going into um, the show, the Team You show? Last year, USA's was my first national show. Um, so I um, I looked really good. I worked really hard towards that, but I did not get my pro card. I was first call outs, but I didn't happen to get my pro card. Um, uh, I thought I looked great. I worked. I put on so much work into it, but, you know, there's always better girls than you. So you always have to have that in your uh, in back of your head that even though you work hard you go for that goal you go to get your pro card or you go to get that first place there's always a better package than you know you so you can always you shouldn't be always going uh, with the mindset of I am the best package here in this show uh, but uh, yeah so after I didn't get my pro card uh, I took a long off season which was not really off season I still trained really hard because I knew things that I have to improve I knew I had to you know work on a lot of things that could be better um so my off season let's say improving season that everybody says uh uh, it was about a year. So since last year, July, I did not, um, I didn't compete. I, um, I worked out really hard. Uh, my nutrition was different. Um, um, so I knew I had to gain some muscles in my, you know, some of the areas I need to work on. So, uh, I gained a pretty good amount of weight, uh, which, you know, it wasn't really, comfortable for me but I knew it would be helping me um in a game plan that I had for my next next show yeah in the beginning I was you know uncomfortable I still keep it pretty uh pretty healthy throughout the year I don't go crazy I try to look still conditioned because as you know as a fitness as somebody you who promotes fitness you always want to look good you always want uh you know, you always want to look somebody who promotes a healthy lifestyle. So you don't want to look too off of how a bikini competitor or how a person, you know, who other people look up to would look. So yeah, you want to continue to be that good role model. Exactly. Definitely practice so, what you preach. <laughs> exactly. So just, you know, I'm pretty good about being consistent in that. Um, but 
I knew I had to put on some more muscle, different areas. So I gained a good amount of weight. Um, uh, but I knew at the end it's going to help me. So uh, going on Team U, yeah, I knew that yeah, this year, this summer is the summer. Like I have to get my pro card. Like I worked so hard uh, not to get that pro card. I knew that... You know, I um I had the physique and I have the passion. I'm not um I'm not playing around, but I'm serious about something. I'm really serious about it. When I have a goal, I have my mindset into it. I'm curious about um the coach that you switched to. So how was switching to body by O affected your prep in a good way? I noticed that you said that your nutrition was a little bit different. Was there anything else that was different or um was your nutrition different because of the coach that you switched to? Uh, well, I did an off season. I pretty much did my own nutrition. Um, I did, uh, uh, I was working on my macros, which, you know, I was just learning more about my own body. I remember that. (laughs) Yeah. You know, every prep you learn more and I've researched a lot. I tried different things. I, you know, that was my off season. So I just wanted to know what works better for me. And I loved that because, I went with different approaches to my body and, you know, uh, everything kind of helped me in a good way. There was like ways I didn't like. I was like, okay, this is not working for me. So uh, let's not go towards that way. Like, I think my body likes this better. And I recommend to people, you know, just not to stick to one plan. Like, go research, go learn more. It's your body. And, you know, if somebody tells you to eat this or eat that, like, uh just don't be blind you it's your body so you have to make sure uh, of course you have to trust your coach but just research more yourself to ask questions uh, definitely just, yeah so that helped me a lot myself uh, because uh, I got to know of course my body even more even though I had been competing for a while uh, I tried different approaches to my body and they all helped me somehow. And yeah, I changed my coach to Kim, Kimoto, Body by O. He's been amazing. I'm really, really happy uh, with how everything changed. My prep was about 12 weeks, uh, which with him was nine weeks. I started three weeks myself. I had a trip to Australia for a month before Team U. Uh, I visited like some cities in Australia, I ate a great amount of foods, you know, everything was awesome, even here in trip. So, and I knew I was going to go on uh, on prep right after my vacation. So, um, (laughs) so you ate a little extra. I had gained enough weight even, you know, before going there. So that was like, that could have not even be any more than that. I do have uh, a question though. How much weight did you so, have to lose uh, when you started your nine week prep? Um, I, so I started about when I, when I started my off, uh, off season into prep, I was 165 pounds, uh, which was the heaviest I was. Uh, I was never that heavy actually. But uh, I still had my abs, you know, my frame was bigger, my legs mm-hmm. and my butt was, yeah, much bigger than what it is right now. Uh, so 165, yeah, was a pretty high weight for me. And uh, right now I am 137 or 138 pounds. 
So I usually go on stage. Um, um, one thirty-seven, I think, is my stage weight right now because mm-hmm. usually with Kim, I've been having like my last week, which is my peak week. I get refeeds and I'm not like eating less because the week before, which is right now, uh, I'm competing next weekend. Yes, um, I saw so, that. Yeah. I'm super excited for you. Eleven days, yeah. So uh, I start like eating more, uh, which you know my stage weight is pretty much around this same weight that I am at right now. Uh, but yeah, I lost about maybe I would say like. <laughs> 20 it's more than 25 pounds wow so you lost 25 pounds in nine weeks that's amazing uh, not nine weeks 12 weeks 12 weeks my, wow yeah, yes 12 weeks first. that's still amazing that's awesome yeah. you know kim is just so amazing like what do you think is like the main difference between him and like other coaches that you have worked with well he's very very strict uh but you know, if you go to him, you have to be strict yourself too. You know, there is no, no playing around. There is no cheat meal. You have to be really consistent. If you are serious about this sport, yeah. Um, like, he's an amazing coach, but mm. you have to be serious yourself. Well, definitely. Uh, I mean, he is coaching, like, all, you know, a lot of yeah. the higher level athletes and yeah. definitely want to put, you know, make sure you put in the work. You know, if he's going to yeah. put in the work, you have to put in the work as well. Yeah, he was amazing. Of course, my diet wasn't easy. I had more cardio to do. But, you know, I had pretty good amount of energy. Like, my, I still have my carbs that I love. Uh, so, I... Yeah, there are days that you're, of course, hungry and tired, but, you know, that's what you chose. So uh, <laughs> that's what it takes. Uh, but it wasn't it wasn't like actually bad at all for me. I had pretty good amount of energy for that whole 12 weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, of course, it wasn't it wasn't easy. You know, things changed. I was more strict on like what I was eating. Uh I didn't have like any cheat meals that I used to have all the time. I would like always give myself a cheat meal a day, a cheat meal, not a day. I'm sorry. A cheat <laughs> meal a week. That would have been amazing. <laughs> a cheat meal a week. But you know, with Kim, I didn't have that. Mm. I would have like refeeds based on like how my body would like act, uh, which was more, you know, just like adding more carbs or adding more fat. Or, you know, having a steak and just very, very clean, which I really loved because it kept me more focused uh, or it kept me more on track. I was not craving sweets. You know, I'm a big fan of sweets or I'm a big fan of junk food, but (laughs) (laughs) Uh, not all the time, of course. But yeah, just it kept me more on track and my body. Yeah, of course, in the beginning wasn't easy to lose that weight. My body was not responding in the very first weeks. Uh, but at some point, my body was just like it turned like, I don't know, a fire. Um, and yeah, it started changing every week. It was crazy mm-hmm. uh, that I was I have my weight chart that I look at it and I show it to everyone. I'm just uh I just get so amazed that looking at it, like how my body started reacting all of a sudden, it was just changes from there. Uh, yeah, he was amazing. My, my, um, my checkings every time I would like talk to him, go see him, uh, just, you know, have more energy, just seeing him and like, um, seeing the changes or like how happy he was about how my body was 
reacting or how I was looking uh, going towards my show. Uh, of course, I was putting on more work every time, just, you know, getting more energy um, and just how happy I was, how I looked myself also. Yeah, that's awesome, though. That's amazing. Yeah. It seems like you have so much to look forward to this year, um, especially after, you know, getting your pro card and it's it's just so fresh. What are your goals um, in the sport right now? Um, in the sport, of course, uh, I want to make it to Olympia next year. That's where I'm starting my, you know, I've started like doing shows. This is going to be my uh, first show that I'm going to do in 11 days that the points are going to go towards Olympia next year. Yay! Uh, so yeah, of course, yeah, going to Olympia is a big dream of everyone. Uh, but uh, that's not, of course, the only dream uh, as just a pro athlete. I want to just... Uh, be able to one day to help as many people as I can online or just in person, uh, just to grow my business uh, more and uh, having, you know, a big community that I can work with and help uh, and get, you know, send my help to any and then any way I can, um, as far as like fitness goes or, you know, helping with their nutrition mm -hmm. or uh, training and, you know, a lot goes into it. So that's my Definitely. main goal. Are you accepting clients right now? Yes, I am. Oh, awesome. So we know we can hit you up if we're yeah. looking in. Yeah, definitely. That's amazing. Definitely. And you're already doing an amazing job at serving others by being on this podcast because we all love you and we're so excited that you're here. Thank oh, my you. goodness. It's amazing. Thank <laughs> you so much. Okay. So one thing that's really cool is Fit Style brand. Um, I know that's owned by Brandy. She has the brand, but there's also mm -hmm. the Masa collection. Could you tell us a little bit about the collection? Yeah, of course. Uh, uh, that was actually really nice of Brandy. We she has a Fit Style brand, and she started it as you know meal bags and fitness jewelries. And uh, we started talking about having a collection of like apparels, um, like leggings or outfits that uh, are fashionable and comfortable. And, you know, uh, that's something that you can wear at the gym and look good at the gym. And of course, that um, that was uh, kind of designed by me. I um, she came up with me and having to have my own line inspired, inspired by me. So I had that designed um, and I tested them all. Um, so we started with like four leggings, you know, some tops. Um, and I think I have a good taste in fashion. And I definitely <laughs> like you look so good and everything. You. It looks so cool. I've seen, you know, some of the really awesome like promo videos that you guys have done. And it definitely represents being super sexy and like fitness gear, you know, while yeah. you're working out. Like it's it's definitely a really awesome brand. And I think everyone should check it out. It's Thank awesome. You. Definitely go in and support you. I think that's awesome that you know, she made an entire line, um, you know, dedicated with you and or dedicated yeah. to you with you in mind. And that just says a lot about who you are as a person and how, you know, she even believes in you, um, you know, in that way. And that that's just so awesome. That's yeah, that's because yeah, of course, we all believe if we look good at the gym, you know, you feel good. 
And of course, you have a better workout. It's going to be all followed by better workout. So, oh yeah, my, that's so really, true. <laughs> I've been really blessed, you know, for having people looking up to me and want to look the way I look at the gym. So Mahsa Collection is basically all about that, you know, super comfy, sexy workout gears. So yeah, fitness or workout outfits shouldn't be boring uh, with no style. So that was one of the main goals to look good and uh, while working out and of course feeling comfortable while you do all of that. Definitely. Well, I hate to conclude this episode, but I have my last question and you are free to say whatever you would like after this question. (laughs) Get ready for it. If there was one thing you could confess, whether it be good or bad, about your experiences as a competitor, fill in the blank. Dear diary. (laughs) Uh, okay. Sorry, what was it? (laughs) (laughs) If there was one thing you could confess, whether it be good or bad, about your experiences as a competitor, fill in the blank, dear diary. Okay. Um, it's been probably, I would say, all about eating the stuff that I wasn't supposed to eat a lot of times. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Yeah, just the nights that, yeah, the food evil comes to me. <laughs> and I just forget <laughs> about things. I mean, it's still be all a struggle. Not a struggle, you know. I've accepted, like, how my life is. My lifestyle is pretty healthy. I'm, you know, I try to look clean and look good and healthy the entire year. But, you know, we all have those moments. So I've had, yeah, a good <laughs> a good amount of those moments that's been good at the time but probably not the day after <laughs> <laughs> well thank you for your confession and if there was one advice you would give to someone wanting to become a bikini professional in the sport what would you give them uh, so as a bikini competitor as a pro bikini athlete right now uh, it's not an easy sport I've been an athlete, yeah, throughout my life. So I would say competing in bodybuilding uh, has been one of the hardest sports sports I've experienced uh, because you really have to have a really strong mindset. It's not just about training or cardio or being active. You have to be really strong because... Um, First, you know, first thing that we all know, yeah, uh, nutrition goes a lot into that. And you have to know that uh, things that you um, things that you get yourself prepared for, you know, going into um, a bikini uh, competition and, you know, uh, being really low in body fat. So that um, requires a lot of um, dieting or not eating th- things that you want a lot of people cannot accept that it's really hard for them or mm. you know a lot of people get really bad habits of um food food disorders so things like that uh, you know they have to just first know a lot more about into competing not just you know wearing a bikini or like learn some posing and go on stage um yeah, I know a lot of girls, right, especially these days, I see a lot of girls that just want to compete, you know, 
but uh, it's not just about the day of the competition a lot more goes into it so yeah. just get yourself prepared for it and know that this is a sport that it's not an easy sport it's not for everyone i don't recommend everyone to compete uh in the sport unless um you're ready you know you know what you're getting yourself into it's the greatest sport i've learned so much i'm so happy that i've chose this lifestyle it really fits me and you know i feel good i know the good days and the bad days i've been through them all uh, and i know what to expect so um yeah, that's it's, wonderful advice. Yeah. Definitely have to be strong-minded and just really prepare yourself for everything. You know, Masha, yeah. we love you so much. And if we can oh, find – thank you. <laughs> where would we go to find more of you? Uh, my Instagram, uh, which I – my website is actually being launched pretty soon. Ooh. I'm just waiting. Yeah, I'm just waiting to get my show uh, done. Uh, this in the past and this in the next 11 days my show is going to be done and then I have more time just finish it up it's almost done so my Instagram uh, it's Mahsa underscore IFBB Pro and my website there's a link that goes to my website MahsaFitness.com perfect can't wait to go and check it out girl thank you if you love this episode just as much as I love this episode, and you know someone who may love this episode, just as much as you and I loved this episode, please pass them on to me. It would mean the world to me if you could help me help others. So please, if you loved it, it takes 30 seconds to leave me a five-star review and share it with all of your friends. Thank you so much for tuning in today, and always remember to never give up on your dreams.